0: Eternal Dirtles is a podcast brought to you by Hipsters of the Coast and Cast Haven.
1: to eternal journals i'm your host as always zach clark and with me as always is nathan Golia. nate how's it going man
0: pretty good greetings from sunny california
1: yeah you're flying all over the place
0: insurance knows no boundaries
1: <laughs> uh and no one else knows no boundaries Ooh, good segue
0: <laughs> oh man magic
1: what are you guys doing with those invoca- invocations um what, what what's your take
0: my take is, I don't like any of those any of those kinds of things, and I don't think these are the worst. Like I actually, I actually like them better than the expeditions, in a way. Okay. Like they're a little brighter. The expeditions were are like, especially like in person, expeditions look so gray, and it's sort of just like a, you know, Zendikari thing, and it's gray. You don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will say this. I think that. Um... The Expeditions don't look great as foils, but I bet as non-foils, they would look pretty amazing. Um, You know, stuff like Scalding Tarn and stuff, where you just, like, kind of yeah. can't see the rest of the card because of the foiling. Uh It just makes the card slightly too busy. Um But, man, I am not a fan of these. And I, I think that's good that a person like me is not a fan of these. One, because I would be tempted to buy the Dazes. I would be tempted to buy the Counterspells, the Force of Wills, right? Um yeah and that means that if a person like me is not tempted that means that these are going to be lower in cost uh hopefully right like the the aftermarket cost of these cards will be lower in cost uh and that's good for a couple things one it's good for standard because that means the the expected value of standard uh legal cards will go up slightly because these might come down a bit mm-hmm. um I also means that if i do end up changing my mind and wanting four foil dazes that look like a cartouche um I can I can have that you know that's 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 fine too um so i I think that the the reaction of the public being like these look like crap uh is good overall because one like i think I think someone needs to say that uh, and not that you know not that magic players uh are are the kinds to hide their opinion to begin with, but I right think, I think someone on the art team needs to be shown like this is not good. And if you're not listening to the people on the, uh, the other people on the art team that are telling you that this isn't good, or if no one on the art team is telling you that this isn't good, you either need to talk to the people on your art team, be like, "Listen, I'm sorry. I know that I can be the kind of guy that surrounds myself with yes men, and you need to tell me no sometimes." Or, um, you know, if everybody thinks that this is this is good, uh, and the large percentage of the player base thinks that these are terrible. Someone needs to talk to the guy in charge and be like, "Hey, look, you fucked up this time." You know, yeah.
0: Well, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. I think that I think that I, I, it's hard for me to get too stirred up about them because, I, like, we were talking about Facebook, and I was like, "Look, Return to Ravnica, Syncope is like one of the ugliest cards I've ever seen," <laughs> and like that was a few years ago. There's nothing weird about the border. It's just ugly. Like the art is bad. You know, it's that new border at like its extreme, like you know san jose sharks tealness yeah. like whatever you know so I, I guess if you're the kind of person that really which like any change to the card border matters i understand why you're mad and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stand your way there i think what you were saying is something else that i think has to be considered here when talking about these which is one, this is such a radical departure. I mean, you can't, you couldn't put a little stamp at the bottom of the cards without people flipping out, right? Yeah,
1: this is. And like now you're going to do this. A giant departure from Magic: the Gathering card design, you know, like. Yeah, so, and and you know, just to give you, just to give like a slight uh, idea of what that means to the player, when I came back to the game uh, a little after, uh, Time Spiral block, I guess for tenth edition, tenth edition was yeah. the thing, X, um. I saw the cards in Future Sight, and I thought that's what Magic cards look like now. And I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> I I made a decision. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with these Magic cards, but I don't want to play a game that they've changed to look like this. I thought that's how it looked now. You know, I was like, fuck, this is terrible, right? Yeah. Um, But I think that, you know... So that's 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 an extreme thing for someone to, to someone to do and look at that right but people who get open these cards up are going to be a little unsatisfied uh unless they're <laughs> shipping them immediately i mean someone yeah. someone did say like here we are complaining about how they foil our money um yeah right our free money well
0: it's it's the thing about it being such a radical departure is like you've really got to nail it and i just think like there were landmines all over this like even if you're even if like like, I, I have the most measured reaction of, of most people that I've talked to about this, and my reaction is sort of like, the cards are already ugly, so who cares, which yeah. is probably not what they want. They want someone to love them. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's such a they're – not, they're not terrible. It's kind of cool if they try something different, and I can get down with that. But there were landmines all over here. There was the, um, the, the hieroglyphics mixed in with the English words. There's the, um, the text boxes. Like, the kerning is pretty bad just from a design standpoint. There's the thick borders of the fact that there's no black border. Yeah. You know, like there's just it, there's just so many there's just so many you are gonna step in like and you know that your that your fan base is very vocal and highly resistant to change. Which I think is a fair thing to the say. only redeeming thing
1: about the um the cartouches with the card names on them is that they're also that in they're like force of will in Egyptian. Yeah. No, that's totally not true. I just made that
0: up. Oh, or, I thought, or is yeah. it true? I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't <laughs> okay. even know if you could do that. I mean yeah, I that's the you thing. Can. So you've got this thing, like you've got to nail it and there's a lot of there's just a lot of angles to come at these yeah. with and I think that they either needed to bake for another year with this idea or not do it or do something less. Yeah.
1: I mean I And the other I know. thing
0: I and that's and that gets the other thing you were talking about was like, well someone needs to who's who's answering for that? And we've talked about this before. There is not a lot of accountability there. There just really isn't. Like, oh. I, I, I hate to harp on this point, but you ban three cards from standard and retain everyone who designed the standard.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like, that what, would never like fly. what
1: happened? Like, if, if they were like, yep, there was a pay decrease because of this or something, you know, I would, I would probably – actually, I'd probably be upset about that because I think that, like, you know, it's probably not everyone's fault. You know, like, yeah. And I'd, I'd like, well, it's to more pay like more money to people to to design better, you know, instead of like pay less money to design crappier, you know, uh, then, then you just have a bunch of people who are mad. Uh, so I think firing somebody is, is an extreme way to deal with it. But I don't think that it's always out of the question. Sometimes, you know, like just like in football, when someone when some team starts really doing poorly, they get rid of the coach, they fire the and coach, they yeah. get a new they get new <laughs> management in there. You know, and they try and mix it up and see what happens, and that doesn't always pan out immediately, but uh, it's it's at least breathing fresh life into this thing, and there are plenty of designers out there that can that can come up with a magic card set concept. So yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think that anyone should be resting on their laurels uh, just because of that. Now I'm not saying anything about the uh, Amonkhet, uh card set itself. I don't know enough yet. I haven't seen enough. And I'm sure there's going to be some cool stuff in there. I'm not. I'm not mad about that. I think that the set. And I and I yeah. I don't
0: think this is as big a deal as the standard situation. Yeah. You know, like I'm not advocating anyone like anyone getting fired for this. I mean, if people got fired for bad design, holy cow, no one would ever be in business in design. Like people make mistakes; it's easy to do it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I. I'm just saying that there is like a lack of accountability. Yeah, there's no. (laughs) there's Uh There's not much to say, and the question. Then becomes well, what's what's in store? What's the next wacky expedition? You know, and could it be worse? I'll <laughs>
1: say you what the first ten minutes of this podcast is why we never get mentioned on the the, the Magic Daily. <laughs> the Daily dj <MTG. laughs>
0: jeez, yeah. yeah, hi everybody. Um, um, yeah. No, it's it's just it's just like so. I mean, I think that you know they're not the I I, I don't know I, I feel like they're not the worst that could happen, but it's just another indication that like. All I ever, all you ever hear out of this company is market research says this, market research says this. Market research didn't tell you to like not mangle the front of your cards. Yeah, come <laughs> like, on, guys. It hasn't been telling you that since 2003. When was Murden? Like people are people litigate that battle still. Yeah,
1: the like modern
0: <laughs> card, card, the modern card. borders. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And that doesn't <laughs> like, even bother me. I'm like, whatever. That is that that still looks like magic cards to me. So I'm like, whatever. It doesn't make any difference. I probably wouldn't have noticed if someone not pointed it out to me. Ten years later, coming back,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes, I mean, just saying that that's 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 their that's their customer. It's just like, you know, you, you read these things that they say about what their customers want, what their research says. Yeah, they're like, you know, so actually nice. Yeah. Well, it either is or it's how they interpret it. Actually, you know, I don't want to jump to this, but like, Rosewater wrote an article about the mechanics of the Innistrad blocks, and one one of them is Skulk. Do you remember what Skulk does?
1: skulk is if you are attacking with that creature creatures with power larger than that creature can't block you yes oh god i got it
0: yeah creatures with power <laughs> greater than this can't block it so and he's like well it rated very poorly and it's probably not coming back i'm like yeah. i thought skulk was a good idea i just thought all the cards were bad yeah so that makes me wonder bad magic cards yeah so my question after i read that was what is your actual research say about why people didn't like it? Did you just ask people, do you like this? Yes or no. Or did you ask people, did you play this card? Yes or no. Or did you say like, you know, what was the, what was the problem? I don't feel like they go into that next layer. I feel like they just get answers and then yeah, they're
1: like, make decisions and then name, they wonder. They, they, you know, they put out like a hundred question uh, questionnaire. Everybody who does answer it is like, you know, whatever they answer it. And then they get done and they're like, cool. Well, it turns out, doing our research, people don't like the color blue, and skunk sucks. You know? Yeah, and, right. And, and you're like, what, Well, why? Who? Who answered this on a Friday afternoon? You know, like people who don't have jobs that can't afford force of will. You know, like you know, well, there's it's, a skew yeah, there a lot of times too. You know,
0: I don't know. I just I just wonder about the quality of their questions and their data as well. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to see. Like the anecdotal evidence about it's like anecdotal evidence versus data. they said they have the data. But you look at Twitter and you see a lot of people – It's a lot of data. Even though it's all anecdotal, there's a lot of people saying, what were you thinking with these, with these yeah. card porters? I mean, and knowing it.
1: to their credit, uh, uh, what's it called? Trick wrote in and said, uh, we have taken into account the uh, comments and we <laughs> have logged them. I don't know what that means. I know when I say I've logged something, it means that it disappeared.
0: Well, and nothing's gonna happen to these. Yeah. They're they're gonna be they're gonna appear in packs. And the thing is, like, it's not it's not life or death. Yeah. Anyway, and nothing about the game is life or death. But it's not even game life or death. Like you accidentally, you know, you accidentally put Mox Sapphire in Standard. Like yeah, <laughs> someone slips in his eye. Oh, it's in all the packs. Too late. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I mean, I mean yeah, it's not that. But like, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just um, I I don't know, man. I I don't I don't no one there was like let's focus group this one more time or focus group this at all. Yeah, at all
1: I think at all was the big one I mean yeah you're you're definitely right it's not the end of the world uh and and like I said we're complaining about how they're foiling our free money you know if we're gonna be able to get rid of these cards cool if we're not you know whatever it goes into a cube um yeah the funny thing is is like I was talking to somebody today about that stuff and, and and you know they were really upset really really upset about it and I was like you pretend to be a wizard murderer yeah, you know, right. Like, that's what we do in this game. We pretend to be wizard murderers. So, uh when you look at it like that, is it really that serious? I don't think it is. I think that uh you know, it's fine. We'll see what the next set is and we'll see what the next, you know, whatever they say invocations are for the next one. And uh you know, I think I think everybody will be oh, will will continue playing the game. No one's going to quit playing because of because of this. You
0: know. One less, yeah. One less point, of this, though. I wanted to, because it gets to your point. I meant to bring it up earlier, and I forgot. You know, it's one thing for them, for like someone to just not catch this stuff along the line, right? It's another thing for them to like, off to like for these things to just fly in the face of other things they say publicly, you know, about like what's important to their game mm-hmm. and what they learn about their. And I think that's where the frustration and maybe the shock came in for some people, like, you know. I can't believe they actually went this far. I can't believe they made a non-gold bordered, or maybe like it was essentially a gold-bordered tournament legal card. All these things that they, you know, we didn't tell them to say we're not doing this. They just didn't say it, yeah. <laughs> like, or they said that they weren't going to. It's just like we, we, you know, they talk so much about the trust and everything. It's just like it's hard to take that seriously it sometimes. Is. It um, really you know, is. The punch card is another one of those things. Oh, Oh, we want to make sure our game doesn't get too complex. I looked at that punch card. And I was like, I'm not sure I know how to play this game. (laughs) I I, I mean,
1: as soon as I read punch card, I was like, is this like a Starbucks thing? Are we like, you know, if you get like, you know, 15, is this a pre-release thing? Do you get like a bunch of bricks during your pre-release and you cash it in for like a free pack or something? Like what, you know, and then I realized no this is how this is they they're giving us like cheap tokens to play the game with. I'm like, "Oh, come on,
0: guys. Now um, we need like a tackle box yeah, like every time we go I to this game you know, store." Like
1: I I know Tony and I used to used to both have a wildlife treasury box that we would like bring around when we first started playing the game. Tony, I saw bring it like to a tournament somewhat recently like within the past 5 years. Uh that's how I knew about it, but like yeah, I used to ra- ramble around my wildlife treasury box
0: yeah i mean you got like you've got a uh you've got this like oh we can't make the game too complex and then you've got a a thing with seemingly random words on it yeah. and like weird directions on how to actually operate it so yeah um, we'll see just, it just yeah i don't i just don't i don't it makes all their it undercuts all their answers when they want to just shut someone's argument down about you know why there isn't a tour mod script and standard you know, why is Jay still banned in modern? Well, you know, all so these questions.
1: The, the thing that for me that like I, you know, and again, this is only because it touches home is the, the thing that for me is like one of the big things is I was like, well, if you can't reprint, you know, X card because on the reserve list, why don't you just change the name, you know, change its color, you know, and, and print the same card, you know, that kind of thing. Right. and And they were like, we will never do that. We won't ever do that. And then you take donate, which is on the reserve list, and they're like, "Oh, harmless offering." And I'm like, "Right. If it's cheap, <laughs> you'll do it. But if it's expensive, you won't because screw everybody, you know." And and, and it's laughable for me because I bought like I bought out donates. I, there were like 15 of them on right on the when that when that like, demonic pact. Yeah, yeah. I was like, was, ah, yeah. I'll buy these donates because they're they're two dollars a piece. Why not? Let's let's make a thirty dollar gamble." And I'm not the type to do that normally. I was just like, "Ah, let's try it." And then, like a little while later, they're just like, "Well, we'll put out a harmless offering, and I'm like, "This it flies in the face of what you guys were saying, and thanks for making my 32 dollars worthless. Um, you know uh, t- so if you can, if you can break that rule, that rule that's so important, you know, like oh, we can yeah. never reprint Mox Diamond, you know that w- that would be terrible, you know like then people would be upset as long as that card doesn't affect the the market, no no one
0: cares. Yeah, it's just another. It's it's you know I was in a media law seminar once, um, and what the one thing the guy told us that always stick with that stuck with me was either have a policy and always stick to it or don't have a policy. Yeah, because. You, once you say you have a policy, that's actionable.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. This is this. You know, may, maybe I should sue wizards for the for the harmless offering reprint.
0: Right. <laughs> you said you'd never do this. This one's this one can get hydro blasted. Yeah. Well, that's uh that's eighteen minutes on uh, on invocations and all the problems with wizards. Should we move yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yes, we should move on. So, what do you think should get banned in legacy? Night?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. That'll that'll be that'll be nice and clean. Um, so. Um, we, we, I posted on Reddit with our last uh, With our last podcast and said we'd be talking about Bob Wong's uh, article Does Legacy need a new band list on Channel Fireball We'll link it in the show notes if you haven't read it already um, I was really Impressed with what so many insane plays Did about uh, the ban list Our restricted list I guess at Vintage And I wanted us to try and, and take that to Legacy We're going to keep it under two hours With apologies to uh, Kevin and Steve Who go over two hours uh, We'll keep it under two hours Um but, uh, you know, it's a good time as any I think to, to just uh, – there was a couple big tournaments, right? There yep. was the Eternal Extravaganza recently. So we can, uh, we can talk maybe a little bit about the Legacy ban list and whether or not things um, need to be changed. So we've got, uh, we've got a list of questions here. I'll start uh, just by posing it to you, Zach, which is, number one, does Legacy need a ban?
1: I think the answer is yes.
0: Interesting. Should I go further than that or just say <laughs> yeah. yes? Uh, let, let's 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 say yes, and then just like so we can sort of level set and see where we each are.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. So, how about you? What do you think? Do you think Legacy needs a ban?
0: <laughs> I do think Legacy needs a ban. Uh, let's let's talk about why. Why do you think Legacy needs a ban?
1: Uh, so, for me, uh, I think Legacy needs a ban because some decks are not viable right now. Um, that that had been viable for a long time, and Legacy is a format where uh, you buy in for a pretty exorbitant amount normally uh you know you get your dual lands for a deck that's $2000 a lot of times right there you know your mana base is expensive and mm-hmm. when a deck comes out that uh is popular and invalidates a lot of decks i think that it becomes uh it becomes uh not only oppressive to the format uh because it pushes stuff out of the format which i don't necessarily think is always bad to have car- to have decks rotate out of the format but when there's no uh no counter to that um in in the near future, which if, if for for what I'm I'm about to say has been at least two years, uh, or I should say a year, a year and a half. Uh, yeah. Uh, it becomes it becomes crappy to play uh this game. You know, p- people quit the game because their deck that they spent four thousand dollars on becomes invalidated, and they yeah. just don't feel like uh they don't feel comfortable throwing out another two thousand dollars to uh, continue playing. Uh, the secondary market gamble. So, um, for me, Chalice of the Void has to go.
0: Oh, that's an interesting idea. <laughs> I didn't put that on my list. Hold on, let's get to the cards in a second. Yeah, because I want to. I want to just talk. Yeah, I, I want. I wanted to get to one point. I think. I think your your point is really good, actually, and not one I thought of. And by the way, everybody, I thought he was going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm really sort of thrown off. But we didn't. We didn't rehearse because that's what makes it good. Good radio. Um, I, I agree that Legacy needs a ban. I th- to me, I think the answer, the problem, is just sort of like it's getting too obvious what the best deck is, and we have so few opportunities to play Legacy. But every time you and every time you show up, you're either deciding to play the best deck or to play the most fun deck for yourself, you know. And I and I don't think that's a good place to be here, considering we have so few opportunities to play Legacy. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to have sort of a flatter. Um, power level, um, and people are going to hate me for saying this, but closer to modern, <laughs> where like, you're going to have some ups and downs, but you're not going to have, like, uh, I should have played X feeling at the yeah. end of every tournament, and I, that, that's a problem I have. Um, I think, just quickly, should we, like, what do you think should be the criteria for a ban? Like, where do you, like, here's, here's my, here's my uh, I'm going to combine the two points I've written here, because i had written two things. How should bans be determined, and why Brainstorm is off the table? there have been the last three bands in Legacy were Dick through Time, Treasure Cruise, and um Mental misstep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: right? I believe that's correct.
1: That sounds about right.
0: And to me, all of those cards are dying for the sin of being good with Brainstorm. And Brainstorm is by far, I think, the most played card in any format
1: by 4%. that's percent.
0: not restricted, yeah. Like I mean like other than restricted cards and vintage, which is a little a bit of a different situation. Yes. And I'm not I don't I'm not interested in talking about whether or not brainstorm should be banned, but I do think we're seeing like cards like Dig Through Time and Treasure Cruise, especially, and a lot of and at least four of the cards we'll talk about here. They're really up uh, they become oppressive when they're paired with brainstorm. Yeah. But it's just off the table and I I think you would agree with that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I think this is a format that is defined by Brainstorm, and either you're a deck that plays it or you're a deck that stops your opponent from playing it. And the format is very much about that particular card. Um just just you know, every deck is dealing with that card in some way. You know, if you're if you are uh, the, uh, the the decks don't play it. You have ways to leverage your opponent from playing from playing it to to gain advantage on you, or you have ways to uh, snap in a card that makes your opponent's plays bad. In the case in in the mm. case of like you know, uh, Spirit of the Labyrinth or uh, Notion Thief, you know you can do that. Uh, but for the most part, it's a card that enables Legacy to do what Legacy does, which is uh, it, which is kind of not have to mulligan constantly to figure out what's going on. You can play you can play more cantrips to to find to not have to feel like your openers are bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that so yeah, but I think what the the point to make here is that Brainstorm is the most powerful card in legacy probably in a you know, at least in the context of the format and it's not getting banned. So we're not banning cards based on raw power level like years ago when you were banning Yogmoth's will, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, we're we're banning cards that are that are unbalancing the format, and I think that's where you know where you got to look. Like, dig through time, treasure cruise. I know they're also both banned in modern. I'm sure that people think that's the right thing to do. I I never thought that they were so bad in a format with no free counterspells and like you know a format where like Siege Rhino was a viable card, like you know. But great, you've got a bunch of uh, pyromancer tokens. Here's a siege rhino. Is how I lost a lot of games yeah. in that in modern. Um, in Legacy, it's a little different because the cantrips are so much better that you want to play them and max out on them. And you know the free counter magic just makes it so you could like spam the board and then still have like multiple ways to defend yourself. So.
1: Quick side note, I think in a world where Gitaxian Probe isn't in Modern, I think that Treasure Cruise is probably okay, but I wouldn't unban
0: it if, if you put a gun to my head. Yeah, right. Just too much. Just too much baggage. Yeah. Um, I was going to start with Sensei's Divining Top, but let's start with Chalice the Void since I already mentioned it.
1: Yeah. So with, with Chalice, you have the Eldrazi decks that play that, play that uh, card, uh, which mm-hmm. are already very good. They don't actually need uh, a card that stops your removal from from working as well. Um, and then on top of that, you have decks like, uh, blood, you know, the blood moon decks, like a uh, painter servant that, that can play a turn one blood moon or a turn one chalice having like eight ways to stop you from playing magic on the first turn is completely tilting.
0: Yeah. I, I played last night I and I did not do well, so we're not going to talk about it much, but I lost to wildfire. Whoa. <laughs> um, I just kept playing Basic Mountains, and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> then he played, like, an Inferno Titan, and later he was telling me he was playing Wildfire, but he never hit it. But, yeah, I mean, he had the Blood Moons, and the Blood Moons, like, I had to counter them, and then I didn't have anything left for his, uh, his Inferno Titan. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind. Uh,
1: I, so, so, those decks aren't even, aren't even eight. Uh, the the um, Painter Servant's decks are 12 cards that stop your deck from pl- playing Magic on the first turn, because they have Magus yeah. Moon as well. So, I don't even mind a deck that has 8. Um, I really don't think that have, having access to, to 12 cards uh, that turn 1 stop you from playing Magic is is correct. I also think that uh, when you're a deck that is already leveraging the fact that you're a colorless deck and you're getting the bonuses of playing Soul Lands that are basically like playing a Mox in your in your Legacy deck to begin with, um, yeah. I don't think that we should incentivize that by being like also if you get this card in your opener uh your opponent doesn't get to play magic against you if if they're playing a deck like i mean even uh miracles has problems with a chalice on one you know yeah. like so
0: i, I just want to say because we're gonna get we're gonna get letters uh the painter decks don't play chalice because grindstone is a one mana
1: card fair fair but
0: you're uh, thinking the I mean, big red you're thinking the big red uh red soppy decks. yeah yeah yeah, so, that's what you mean. Uh, just just to, because yeah, otherwise we'll get mad.
1: Like Dragon Stompy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Stompy, um, yeah. But, you know, for, for me, you know, even though, I mean, I, I could assume that those decks could just be like, oh, I'm playing against uh, Nimble deck. I'll side out my grindstones and put in these chalices and win that way. You could beat me with tutus. You can hard yeah. cast your Gorilla Shamans. I can't do anything. You know, <laughs> like, I can't win the game at that point. Uh, so I, I definitely think that uh, that chalice, chalice should go, and it should probably go uh, from uh, vintage as well. A um, ban, uh, I'm maybe restriction, definitely.
0: What it is restricted in vintage? It is good. It, sh- that, it I should. Gonna, I was gonna be point restricted. to that. Yeah, I was gonna point to that. It just as got an restricted, argument. right? Uh, it was in the whatever they was it restrict chalice, restrict dig through time, maybe. Yes. Yeah, so and then I, unban or unrestricted uh, gifts. I yeah, think so was, was, was I think the, like, I think
1: that they should probably move that to move that to a ban. But I'll, I'll be okay with you having one in your deck in in vintage. Yeah. Having four in your deck in in legacy is is stupid.
0: Well, I think that um, I guess my only my only real argument against it is that I think you would lose a couple decks if you can't play Chalice in Legacy. Um, and I think non-games are a big concern right now in Legacy, um, just like these. Because we'll, we're going to talk about you know miracles in a big way here. I do think that people, uh, I do think that people sort of you know don't like the like I'm not doing anything part of this, and I got to sit here and wait. Yeah. And it is sort of annoying when you're like drawing to an abrupt decay or something. But you know you know and you go through turns and don't find it, and they just draw more lands. You know so I don't know I, I could go either I could I could see that I just uh, I don't know if we would need to go right for Chalice of the Void quite yet because I think something has to be done about miracles and then we need to see where the format is and then we need to see what happens yeah. you know if that makes sense
1: I know I agree I, I just yeah. that's that's one one of many opinions I'm gonna have about about card yeah. bands today <laughs> All
0: right yeah so let's move on and we're gonna talk about the big three here from uh, from miracles we'll start with Sensei's divining top what do you think is the case is what we think should be the case here
1: i think top is fair i think that um top has a stigma of being a card that makes games go long um and and that's just because you have the option to to like look at your cards and make decisions but i also think that that is not the problem with miracles
0: yeah i agree i think that i think that i know people get frustrated by how long rounds take I don't think that's Top's fault. Um, I think Top is being weaponized, and that's a problem. Uh, and uh, so many decks. I mean, here's another one. Here's another one. Drop in Painter. Painter uses it. Nick Fit uses it. All these, all these decks use it. I think that if you, I don't think you could ban Top and let Brainstorm stay in the format. I think that would be completely out of whack. Like you give, you would just give one color so much more advantage. Yeah. And like no, no non-blue decks would have any option to really do anything so i think we're in accordance on that i don't want to i don't want to spend too much time on it i think that top is is fine i think it's a good card this is the counterbalance is where i'm gonna go i just think that this card is stupid like a one-sided effect like this is just so bad yeah like
1: I can tell you. At least I can tell you they're not going to do that after they've just printed this terrible fucking version <laughs> of, of an invocation of it.
0: That was almost the worst part of the invocations was that they printed counterbalance. I just you this this card is so stupid that you that you get access to all of the all the goodies that make a blue deck good, right? And your opponent doesn't, you know. Yeah,
1: like on top of like the the worst thing is that your opponent knows what's in your hand oh well, yeah. oh, I just drew that counterspell and countered your spell. Crazy. Like when they
0: reveal and treat and you just have to concede even if your spell resolves through it because your spell was like a sylvan library where they're just going to make nine angels. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Counterbalance, and I, I think counterbalance is the reason top takes so long. Like I was playing, uh, we were playing I was playing the wrong deck against Miracles and like he had counterbalance and top out and I was trying to figure out what was the right time to cross and grip his counterbalance so I could do anything else. And he topped... And then we passed, then he topped again, and I and I did it in response to that one, but that was one where he was floating the three for gross and grip. Yeah. And it's just like that's where the time comes in. It's the weaponization. Yep. Um and it also I think counterbalance is because there's such so, such a narrow I mean, there's a there's a prime example. I had my cross and grip countered, right? With his one of council's judgment after sure. board, right? And it's like, you know, it forces you to just play abrupt decay, which just becomes so good that I, not that Abrupt Decay is a bad card everyone always said, well, Abrupt Decay would still be played I'm like, it's not, I don't, I don't think Abrupt Decay is back-breaking to most decks as just, like, straight-up removal, unless you're, like playing, like, what, Literal Stifle Knot? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no! Like, yeah, right, I mean, that's, like, the only thing and, you know, a lot of most decks can deal with their, like three or less drop getting hit by a two-drop, that's two colors, right? You can yeah. figure out a way around that and I don't and I, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of other options you would want in other situations besides abrupt decay, and but counterbalance being in the format just prices you into playing it so much. You see these four color decks. Yep. You see storm with abrupt decay main. Like that's not because abrupt. That's storm isn't that, storm doesn't care about killing your goblin guide. You know, <laughs> like no. they're not they're not playing main deck. They're not playing main deck abrupt decay. You know, because even just be, even because of Delver's Secrets, like it's not even, yeah, they're doing because of counterbalance, and that's just that's format warping to me. That's definitely format warping. Uh, Terminus, um, where do you think this sort of ranks in the like what to do about miracles?
1: I think that hierarchy? Terminus is is fine. I think that uh, that it's a card that does something different than most other removal spells do, wherein that uh, it doesn't help you if you're a graveyard strategy. Um, which is important if you're playing against a deck like Reanimator, right? Like yep. if I have to kill your guy and it's, you know, it's basically a sword of plowshares, but it's back in your deck. So it's like, there's, you know, there's something else going on there. Um, but I think, I think that Terminus is, is okay. I think the problem is, uh, you know, how it, it's, it's tough, right? So like, it, it's almost like a two of these three cards don't belong. Um, yeah, and then like what what goes? But I think that if you take out counterbalance, that Terminus is fine in that deck. Like,
0: right? You know, and I think because you're not
1: weaponizing, as you were saying, you're not weaponizing the other two cards as much. Um, and you have to be able to get rid of threats somehow. You can't rely on four mana wrath of gods.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that Terminus. There's a couple things about Terminus that I think, you know, it's a people call it like things like super wrath. They say it's a one mana instant wrath. That is true, but that requires some hoops to jump through, yeah. right? Um, like, the problem with Counterbalance and Terminus in the same deck is that you have, you're you incentivized to try and beat the Miracles player immediately because you want to beat all this stuff from coming down, so you just start jamming your... So, like, let's say you've got a bunch of one-drop creatures, you know? Like, Delver of Secrets and Novelongus, for example, yeah. in your, in your yeah. deck... You're incentivized to like drop them so that they don't get locked out by top counterbalance, mm-hmm. but then they just get cleaned up by the terminus exactly and like to the stress But you know on the other hand the ca- because of that like you don't you don't get to play around a wrath in the traditional way of learning to manage your threats Rewarding good sequencing like those cards together Don't like just make the sequencing completely irrelevant it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah, it's either gonna get countered now or countered later, or swept up later, or swept up now, and there's nothing you can do about
1: it. We used to say, like, uh, back when uh, Curse Scroll was a thing, uh, about being rewarded for bad play, you know, uh, because yeah. you got rid of all the cards in your hand, then you got bonus every turn of doing two damage. And, in this case, you're being disincentivized for good play.
0: Right. Like, learning to play around a wrath, or, you know, even playing uncounterable creatures. Like, the thing is... I mean, of course, unaccountable creatures don't really matter to Terminus, but it's more like you've got these bricks in your deck because you can't put early pressure on because of counterbalance and Terminus.
1: Yep.
0: And then like it's great that you've got Thrun, but by the time you can actually get a you know find a Thron and stick it, they just hit it with Terminus. Yeah, just like and then they just <laughs> they treat the angels. I don't know. I, I don't, but I think Terminus like as a top like a top Terminus, you know, sort of a creature removal engine is is fair considering like cards like leovold and treating nemesis exist you know mm-hmm. so I, I just think that as long as you can like as long as there's a, there's actual like a way to put pressure on you know i think that terminus is fine so in bob's article when he talked about all this he he's jumped to some other cards outside miracles and this one this one probably obvious for obvious reasons set me off but he said deathrite shaman should be we should be on the, the like banning list, and I I heavily disagree. What do you think,
1: man? I you know deathrite Shaman's a tough card, man, because I really hate playing against that card. Um, but I feel like it enables it enables protection versus some strategies that are a pretty important part of the meta. Like if you don't have deathrite shaman in your deck. You? Why do you even play black and green? Just to have Abrupt Decay? Uh, you know, you're, you could easily play some other mana dork, right? Uh, I, I don't think that... I think that this makes a lot of decks not want to play that color combination. Yeah, I mean... Do you just play Grixis instead and say, screw it, you know, like...
0: Rage shaman is a tough card because it's so it is very very good, right? Yeah. And it is probably the best creature that's legal in legacy if you even want to say that it's not the best creature ever, right? My my problem is like there sh- there couldn't be a card this good, right? <laughs> like it, that's what legacy is about, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And I and I do think that um and I and I, you know it, it's a one it's a one mana one two that you have to untap with and, like, you're playing Bolt, you're playing Swords of Plowshares in your deck, right? Like, most people are. Like, it's not like it's not like this requires you to contort your deck to find answers, especially now that Fatal Push exists. Um, and I don't, I do not believe, and I did not believe this in Modern, that it was pushing decks out of the format.
1: No, I, I don't mean, think so at all. I think it protects you from decks, but it doesn't push decks out.
0: I think that, yeah, and I, and the, yeah, the idea of being like, I mean, people still play Dredge. Reanimator was like terrorizing Legacy for months, you know? And it's just like, it's not like these graveyard decks are just dead against yeah. it. I guess you could say it pushes out decks in that it accelerates black and green in a way that sort of, like, makes those decks way better. But I don't know that you know, there are any decks in color combination that don't play this card that wouldn't be able to play this card because they don't play black or green, like that wouldn't that can't also just benefit from it, you know. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's it's like a creature brainstorm and I think that's fine.
1: Yeah, I think that's me, okay. For me, what I would like, instead of banning a card like this, print more cards like this. <laughs> right. Like give me a blue red version of this card. Give me a friggin simic version of this card. Give me a Gruul version of this card. This is a great magic card, and there's no reason to take it out of the format just because you think that it's too powerful. Like, you have to, you know, we have to decide that, like, this card's good. It can be played around for sure, um, but it's not like this is doing anything that's unfair. A Mana Dork on turn two, uh, you know, uh, some incidental damage here and there, and Protection versus Reanimator decks doesn't, to me, feel like a card that's, like, Whoa, that's so broken. It's just very good utility to the point of being, you know, being a computer for like why you're playing that color.
0: Right. Um, yeah. And I just, I just can't get behind banning a one man a one two in a format that has show and tell. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I just. Uh... I understand why people don't like the card, and there are times like playing Rug, I, It's very frustrating to play against, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Playing Reanimator. When I was playing Reanimator, like sometimes they get a Death Deathrite Shaman down, and you didn't you didn't have a way to beat it, and that was that was your ball game. But like, I don't know. That's so the but the other option is just like, if this card's not here, then those decks can just run rampant. Like that's not really well, that's not really where we should be thinking, right? Yeah. Like, it's
1: like killing the sharks. Make to have this the deck great again.
0: You know? Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Um Yeah, I um but uh, i also want to point out the one thing. Uh we just talked about counterbalance terminus, death rate shaman, and that's where I'm saying like the thing that really makes them crazy is brainstorm. Like counterbalance has synergy with brainstorm, terminus is obviously with brainstorm. And the one argument I would make for again for death rate shaman is that the combination of death rate shaman, and brainstorm, and fetch lands really just kinda makes the mana system meaningless. <laughs> like yeah, you could just like oh, yeah. run all sorts of four color monstrosities off of that, and that might be a little too easy. I, I you know you know what I mean
1: yeah.
0: Like oh, yeah. you always have the right lands, you always have you always have a death right to like eat a, eat those lands and make all those colors you need. Um and I and I think that being able to like maybe we need more ways to punish that, but it's, we're running out of options besides just like blood moon and wasteland, right? Yeah. So. That's a, that's a little, that's what I would say is that that's the biggest strike against it. Not even that, like, you know, I can't, I can't reach threshold. So this card has to be banned. You know? yeah. um, Delver of Secrets was listed in Bob's article as like, you know, if we really needed to go down the line to like something else. And I'm just going to say all the same reasons I said for death, right? You cannot ban a one man at one one when show and tell is legal. Yeah.
1: I mean, so if if your argument for this and I'm, I I haven't read all the way through Bob's article so I'd have to I'd have to check but I I assume his argument is for format diversity. Uh, this is like banning a splinter twin so that blue decks can thrive, right? Like right. it's like no, blue decks are good cuz splinter twin exists, right? Like yeah. um I don't think that uh this is the thing to kill blue decks with, right? Like there's still going to be blue decks with Delver Secrets, you're just going to have a bunch of people who are like, "Well, what do I do with my dual lands that I bought so that I could play this card?" You know. Yeah. Um. This this invalidates a good what like uh I don't know now, it used to be like forty percent of the meta now it's closer to like ten. Um, <laughs> you know. This well, no, there's more good, like
0: yeah. You, know, you there's got, the bug versions and the Grixis versions. Yeah. and everything sort of adds up.
1: I mean, bug bug mid range is like eight percent of the meta. Uh, Delver, Blue Red Delvers two.
0: Yeah, uh, you know,
1: th- Threshold doesn't even always play Delver anymore. That's three percent. I mean, that's not a lot of of decks. It, it's not as many as it used to be. You know, you could see Bug Delver and uh, Rug Delver and Grixis Delver, and and there's just not as much anymore. There's a lot less uh, a Delver decks and decks are. Realizing that you can kill a Delver pretty easily, so they're moving on to different threats, and and that'll cycle. That'll you know, Delver will come back around. Uh, once people go, whoa, okay, I gotta take out my removal then and play a different game against these decks, and then you'll bring in Delvers to to you know to deal with that. So I think that Delver Secrets is a fine card to have in the format, and banning it seems like an overreaction. Um, but I can see why you would you know why you would you get there, be yeah. thrown into a discussion.
0: I think that the, 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 th- the deal with Delver specifically is that, you know, assuming, again, we would have to see how the, how the format looks without, we would have to see how it looks without miracles and then go from there, right? Yeah, but yeah. I think that to compete with cards that, we, that would have been mentioned on this list a few years ago but now are just dead because of miracles, something like Stoneforge Mystic is what I'm thinking yeah. here. Like, if you saw more Stoneforge Mystic decks or more standstill decks, then the, other, then the Tempo decks need a card like Delver to make those matchups meaningful, right? Something you can get down and, and be evasive with, right? So I don't think... I think that it's... I think it's fine. And I think that, um, you know, as Legacy has been developed since Delver's been printed, that um, there's even sort of, like, less worry that it's going to just run rampant like it did for a few months a couple years ago, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. So,
1: and also, you need... Everybody needs somebody to hate, and Delver of Secrets is is the guy to hate, right? Like, no one likes the fun police. Right, but it
0: just dies of so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you you know,
1: the deck, Delver of Secrets, the deck, you know, always like, "Ah, I hate this.
0: I think there's literally a one-mana way to destroy it in every color. Like, I yeah. mean, the green one's going to be something like Clip Wings or something, but like, <laughs> it's there. It's like, you just get around dazed by playing a second land and then just killing the Delver. It's not even like Delver. Oh, they delved and they tried to kill it and they dazed it. Like, no, you eat three and then play a second land. I don't know why that's so hard. Like, yeah. Whatever. Um, So the one, last card I want to talk about was based on, we got one suggestion on Reddit. I said, does anyone want to hear besides, you know, some of these cards? And the card was Ponder. And as long as we're, you know, we're sort of establishing that we throw cards on the uh, Funeral Pyre for Brainstorm Sins, the idea would be that Ponder is sort of a, um, like, a like a compromise, right? Yeah. So you're, so decks can't be super consistent. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I can, I can see an argument for Ponder, but I feel like what would happen is people would just play for priority instead of for Ponder. Um, yeah, and I don't think it's slightly that worse. It's not that much of a difference. Uh, the not being able to shuffle is certainly a thing for sure, but like you could just put those cards in the bottom of your deck. So I think that in a world where ponder doesn't exist, n- there's no giant love loss there, and it doesn't do enough, it doesn't change enough. You know what I'm saying?
0: I totally agree. I, I said I would. T- I said we would talk about this card, and I think I, I, it's a, it's a suggestion that pops up from time to time when people are worried about the saturation of blue. You know, well we're not gonna get rid of brainstorm because that's defining part of the format. What about just taking out Ponder? But I think you're right. I don't think it does enough.
1: Yeah, I think that if you make uh, a ban if you make a ban and the ban is Ponder, people people like on all sides of the argument just jump to their pitchforks immediately, right? Like, yeah. why why wouldn't you ban Brainstorm then? And then the other people are like, Why would you ban Ponder anyhow?
0: Right. You know, exactly, like, it doesn't
1: exactly. do any, like I'll just choose another blue card. Thanks for ruining my ponders, you know? Uh, I think that Brainstorm is a particular card that does a particular thing. Um, and, and I'd argue this before when I was talking about uh, Modern Bands for a while, is that you can't bring back uh, Jace in Modern because nothing does what Jace, Jace does. Brainstorm is a card that allows you to manipulate the top of your deck with cards in your hand. Um, and that's, that's a skill tester for sure, but in, in Modern... It's something that doesn't exist for the most part, um, right? In uh, in Legacy, it's it's one of the best ways to uh, have a skill skill testing game. You know, you get thought seeds. You're like, hold on, I'll brainstorm and protect these cards. You know, uh, and I don't think that that is broken to do that. I think it's a it's a very uh, it's just an interesting use of a, of the card. You know, there's so, there's so much going on with brainstorm. That to, to remove that from a format, uh it just seems like you're not trying hard enough to create a good format.
0: Yeah. And I think that when we when I when I used to be pretty frustrated about brainstorm, you know, specifically, just felt like every time I was trying to do anything like a brainstorm would buy someone out of it. I now realize I was really just talking about miracles. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For sure. Like brainstorm in combo decks and tempo decks is just such a crucial part of them being able to keep up. And I think that with Miracles, what you start to see with Miracles decks now is just that more and more of it just becomes air. Like Counterbalance and Terminus and Mentor are so good and just like so efficient yeah. that most of the Miracles deck is just ways to find those cards, <laughs> you yeah. know? Oh yeah, I mean, that, why do you think people are playing predict? Up to three oh, yeah. and four predicts, right? <laughs> you know. You're like yeah. I know it's on top
1: <laughs> of my deck. I just want to find the stuff that's not that this thing, you know. Yeah,
0: and I think that I think that really like I think I would make the deal that I would stop playing about brainstorm at you know until something else horrible happens. In the format, but like you know if, if if I didn't have to play against miracles for like a few months and I got to see at least what it was like because you know I think having brainstorm so the tempo decks can exchange dead stifles for a way to maybe remove something late or for a combo deck to like do its thing is a little different than I'm just digging to like get these haymakers and the haymakers are so good that you can't possibly keep up with them. (laughs) So
1: personal belief. um, If, if you handed me $5,000 and said, choose counterbalance and I'll give you $5,000 or choose chalice and you can, and I'll keep the money. I say I would go with chalice. Really? I don't mind. I, I, I understand why the card uh, is oppressive but i don't mind playing against it because at least i can counter i i like by the time it comes down on turn 2 i've had two turns to brainstorm ponder my way into the counter spells that i need to to stop it from hitting ter, play on turn 2 whereas it's just soul land you lose for count, for challenge, and they're basically like right they're basically the same card for from from you know all intents and purposes for me you know
0: yeah i think that the only thing about Chalice is just like like Ancient Grudge kills it <laughs> and they kill the second one, you know, if it's on one. Yep. Like but the thing but the one thing the other thing about Chalice though is that it does incentivize the abrupt decay and that and that pushes up the death shaman numbers and suddenly Death Right Shaman looks like this crazy card, right? Yeah. But you know, it's all about it's all about your incentives and I think that I think that's where the I think that's where the core of the issue is right now with legacy is like are there too many non games and what are the levers or dials that need to be tweaked? To prevent those non-games from happening, yeah. you know, I was reading. Some, I was reading something like someone was trying to brew, and the, the first comment was like, "Well, what do you do if you get tendrils on turn one?" and I, would, and I wanted to be like, "That doesn't happen."
1: Yeah, that's like that's
0: so rarely happens, especially with tendrils.
1: It's it's just so rude to try to tendril someone on turn one. You just really have to have some balls. So you're like, they don't have it. I'll do. I'll win.
0: I mean, I played. <laughs> I played literal like links in my deck, and I played against Storm a lot. for a couple weeks there and i didn't get i didn't die on turn one like ever i died on turn two a couple times and i mostly died on turn three or i stuck a folly on one but like um the upshot is like that used to be the idea of a non-game in legacy was that you would just be dead but now it's just like you sit there and you can't play and i just think that's that's worse right way worse you get because you because you Maybe you have conceivable outs.
1: Well, you're, like, being held hostage. That's the worst possible thing is to be, like, in a situation where you're losing but have the possible hope of winning and you're just being held hostage by this person diddling around by themselves while you wait to see what your next card is. This is why Emmercool <laughs> got banned in standard, you know? Yeah. You have conceivable outs to this card, but you're probably not going to draw them. You have, like, a... You know, after your opponent casts uh, Emrakul... In Standard, you have two to three turns to try and figure out what's going on, and he probably killed all your creatures with the instance that you had in your hand that you could use to, like, or the sorceries that you had in your hand that right. you could use to get Emrakul off the board. So now you literally have to top deck to, to beat this guy. You've only got two turns to do it. Did you do it? No, you didn't. But you had a chance, so you played the next two turns.
0: You know, I, that's, I, uh... not, that's not fun. That's terrible. Yeah, I played against a, played against a choke. Last night on the uh, Paragon City Games stream, um, <laughs> so uh, you guys check out the Paris, Paragon City Games stream. They're supporting our podcast, so that's a probably not the best place to plug it because I'm talking about myself getting <laughs> choked. But uh, but the Paragons, you know, my local games were here in, U- or in Utah. And you know, we've been streaming Legacy, and this choke comes down, and but he had no other pressure, <laughs> and I was like, well, I think I might have even had a Jace when he cast the choke. Oh yeah, I'm like, I've got a Jace, so I can draw my way out of this, mm-hmm. and. It, I, cert, I, I most assuredly did not draw myself. Oh out. no! I eventually, I mean, I got my one non-island land, which was a badlands, and uh, oh, I had a cabal pit, so I actually had two non-island lands. Yeah. It's playing some four-color monstrosity, and uh, you know, I tried, but I just couldn't get anything. I couldn't get anything done. I had to, I had to like brainstorm um, with Jace, and then like surgical myself and fail to find a shuffle at one point because I could not find a land yeah. <laughs> so I like surgical to the random card in my graveyard and like anyway the upshot is yeah like just just that feeling was the absolute worst you know yeah. just like I'm not dead but I'm so unfavored but I'm not dead and it's game three so I've got to play it out yeah, you know the
1: thing is, is also is like is the feel bad does it equal out when you do top deck no, you still feel like crap. You're like, "Ah, oh, that sucked to have to play against that thing. I can't believe I lucked out and drew that, but I don't feel good about it cuz now your opponent's mad at you because you've top decked and beat him in a luck situation. So there's no skill involved at at that point. You're just like, "Oh, I got it. Cool." Woo.
0: Well, I that think yeah, and I, and the, the 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 psychology there is also like I you can't de- you can't depend on that happening all the time. No. So now I've got to like, I still have to. I can't. I can't take that win with me anywhere. Like, no. I, I, it doesn't doesn't give me anything, unless it like literally wins you a tournament or gets you into a top eight or something. You know, that's probably just like, all right. I learned that my deck sucks against that deck unless I draw this one card, which is probably very situational. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, with with miracles, there's just been there's so many stories recently or, that I've seen recently. Like, um, I was watching a guy. Uh, I was watching miracles against bug. You know the bug player's got like a Sylvan Library and a Pithing Needle on top. Goes to resolve a uh, a Leovold and it's like a counter war. Miracles player empties his hand, right? Like just force, force back, force back, and that's the end of the game, and that's the end of the counter war. Yeah. But uh, the next card down for the bug player, which the Miracles player didn't know, but like you know, you could just kind of tell. You that Sylvan Library was Jace, and that was going to just sort of. Clean things up from there. So the Miracles player shuffles. He has one uncracked fetch land after this counter war. It's like, all right, let's draw to entreat. Shuffles, rips the entreat off the top.
1: Yep, I and mean, we don't
0: happen. The next, yeah, next week. So I'm, I tell people that like, oh, that's just luck. It just happens. On Card Kingdom stream, this very similar thing happens. Almost the same situation where the Miracles player tries to resolve a From the Ashes. There's a massive counter war. It's like triple fluster storm, triple hydroblast, snapcaster. It's all involved, right? Yeah. The upshot is the bug player gets to keep his lands. Right? Yeah. And he gets to, and he drops a Jace. So now he's got his lands and he's got a Jace and he fate seals. Circles player draws it like snap like mountain. Basic mountain, snapcaster for snapcaster from the ashes, and then entreat. <laughs> Through the fate seal. What? Just to, just to, just to win, just to win from there.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: like this deck is just it, the, the haymakers are just so strong. Yeah, just,
1: I mean the thing, the thing about <laughs> the thing about miracles is going to happen with that deck more often than not because uh, they have such a control over the top of their deck and there's so much air. So like if you draw into a brainstorm, you still have one more turn to draw that entreat.
0: You know, oh yeah, like, and you're you gonna can, get so many more looks at it. Yeah, you yeah. can
1: you can try again uh, during during your next up uh, during your opponent's next upkeep, you know. So you really have to, uh, most times when you're like, oh, I only have one turn. You really have two, so like, yeah. it doubles the amount of times that that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um. Before we wrap up, what about unbans? Anything you think unbands. could be unbanned?
1: Um, free mind
0: twist was just reprinted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean. Um unbans uh, uh I think I if think you my... get rid of Counterbalance, you have to let dig through time back
0: I think that's a that's that could be fair I could see that I never thought of that but that's not a bad idea
1: Um I aside from that like cuz that that gives you the ability to play like a blue white control deck you know Um I don't I don't know I I, I would say that the ban list looks okay but there might be a thing or two on there that could that could come free
0: well, I think mind Twist could come off, and like nothing would happen. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. that's going to be played. Um, there, there, it'll get, it'll, it'll have some like blowouts occasionally, but I don't think it'll be good enough, often enough, to be worried about. Um, and then there's like Earthcraft survival, you know, those are all potential.
1: I mean, especially. So with, I would say that. Uh, what's it called? Existing right? Uh, abrupt in a world where abrupt decay exists, I don't think it matters.
0: Right, right. But the, both Earthcraft and uh survival fit there right Not to
1: mention wild growth which is the card you need to make the the combo work right
0: yeah so um yeah i think uh i'm trying to think if i would would you would, it, would you take goodbye counterbalance hello dig through time does it make Omnitel too good i don't know <laughs> i don't know i, I, Maybe, still, I, I still don't know. i
1: don't i don't think Omnitel is the worst i think uh I don't know, man. What do you think of frantic search? Probably not, right? Storm, too much
0: storm. Well, it's it's card disadvantage. Um, but passive flames is a card, so yeah. Uh, I think uh, that makes it tough. I
1: think I think we 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 hold off on that with passive flames. Skullclamp is banned in modern in Legacy.
0: Skullclamp is banned in uh, in every. Yeah, well, it's not banned in I guess it's not even restricted Vintage, Yeah. I, I
1: I think Skullclamp could probably come out. What are you gonna draw a bunch of cards with your uh with your uh, deck? Med- <laughs> with your mentor tokens? You know, like that's that's the worst case scenario and that doesn't really fit into that deck very well, right? Um I, I could see like affinity becoming a thing with this with this card on band.
0: I, I just think that yeah, and it's skullclamp is a crazy card, but you know how crazy you know how crazy is it really? It's right? That, it's not that. Bad. You need to have a. You need to have your skull clamp and a one toughness creature and mana.
1: I mean, this card was banned directly after uh, it was printed in this format, right? Like, it had to be pretty, pretty fast after it was printed. They probably got. Rid I don't of it. think
0: 1.5 existed, right? Or yeah. was still 1.5 rather? Not yeah,
1: so. um Survival um, could probably come, come off.
0: The, the hard thing about survival is that it's reserved list. I mean, not that I think this would actually affect their decision. It would suck because it's a reserved list card and it's like 50 bucks. Sure. But um, it would be cool. It would be something else to try. It would be another engine to try, which would, you know, sort of take you off uh, feeling like you had to play Brainstorm.
1: Yeah. I would very um, much like for them to unban Time Vault, but that'll never happen. No. <laughs> Can you imagine a, tw- a format with four Time Vaults?
0: We love restrict workshop. <laughs> and vintage then on am like i i would
1: very much like to see it get restricted in uh in uh vintage but i i, I you know
0: is workshop in your uh, in your steel vault deck is that a card in there
1: no no i don't own any workshops nor nor do i feel like proxying a workshop to to play it in there it's just not uh i could play it but like i really need my lands to produce colored mana um so that i can cast blue spells yeah um, um yeah i don't know uh channel unbanned channel
0: yeah what i was thinking about something that'd be funny with channel the other day and i totally forgot what it was emir cool well, channel emir cool <laughs> uh, i was trying to think of, oh if you could draw your whole deck oh with um, uh, with leeches mirror i think you can like just continuously cycle through your deck as long as you draw more leeches mirrors you know what Leech's Mirror does? No. It's a five-mana artifact and says if you would lose the game, instead shuffle your hand graveyard all permanents you own into your library and then draw seven cards and your life total becomes 20. What? So if you channel... <laughs> if you channel for, like, you know, 12 win this thing out and then you'd lose, you shuffle everything back in and your life total becomes 20 and you get seven cards. So you could, like you know, play another one of these. But I and I, could, but I couldn't figure out what you actually do to win the game.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, wow, that's actually pretty... That I've never heard of that card, but it's almost like, man, how do you not try to just jam that into random decks? Like, I'm talking directly to you, Nate. How do you not just try to jam that card into <laughs> random decks?
0: If there was a Magus of the Channel, I would do it in Legacy. Um. Ma- Magus uh, of the Channel. Yeah, you can't do it in vintage. Like, you I'm can't saying, have four I'm, I'm Leech's Mirror. I'm mirrors.
1: saying, like, the Leech's Mirror sounds like sounds like something that's so up your... Is it, like, a five-mana artifact?
0: It is exactly a five-mana <laughs> artifact. Get out of here. Yeah. How's
1: that card, like, not played by, like, Nick Fit decks and stuff like that? You're just like, ah, oh, I'll just throw it in and see what happens. Maybe I'll draw seven cards if I lose.
0: Well, that's that's, that's all that would happen is you'd lose all your lands.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> because God, you shuffle all your you permanents no in. Never around.
0: mind. I, I take it all back. That's terrible. No, no. Oh uh, no, no, but but like theoretically, if you had four of these in your deck uh and you were channeling yourself away you could, you'd have a good chance to draw it, or maybe there's and I was like trying to see if there's some other way where you, you can like, like find uh you
1: can go to two and, two and gut shot yourself and then draw more cards,
0: yeah, like uh, but I couldn't find a, an artifact that found an artifact other than uh like Forge Forgemaster, which I didn't think would work or something but I was like. That would be fun, but no, channel can't be unbanned because Ember cool exists and you just yeah. make hypergenesis look pretty silly.
1: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean I wouldn't unban Flash, Demonic Tutor, I wouldn't unban. I think the ban list looks pretty safe. Demonic consultation, maybe, but like I don't know. That's probably opening up uh Pandora's box by by letting people have access to a card like that.
0: Yeah, it's an instant win with uh, Laboratory Maniac too. Now, like an instant speed win. Oh god! Yeah,
1: no, 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 thanks, Lab Man.
0: I'll keep name. I'll keep name with a Pearl Trident. I would would allow Necropotence back in. I have often thought that. I think Necropotence is Necro
1: (laughs) is is probably okay, and it would allow uh, you know Pox decks to go back up to like being like a tier one five deck.
0: Could Could you imagine Pithing Needle on Necro? Oof <laughs> Right?
1: Like that'd be so good. Um like, yeah, I think
0: that this is a never totally, draw a card again?
1: I think that necropotence <laughs> is a totally okay card to allow back in and, and you just reprinted it too, so like you know, I think that's a card that like is such an iconic magic card. It's like why can't we play with this? And there's no you know, like I think from playing Eternal Ma- Eternal Masters like uh not Eternal Masters, Vintage Masters online like yeah, it, it was good when I could you know writ necro and then draw like twelve cards and sculpt my hand, but you know people have ways around you f- doing that, and I don't think it's any more oppressive than chalice on one a chalice on one. So uh,
0: I think that I think that's the point about the unbanned right with some cards like I'm glad you mentioned necropotence and I'm glad you mentioned dig through time like I, often oftentimes a lot of my arguments about the ban come down to show and tell is legal <laughs> like. Yeah. You know, is land, ritual, necro, which does not win you the game, by the way. No. That doesn't end the game, and it doesn't put anything in play. All it does is let you draw a bunch of cards. And then, you can't use your graveyard, because you discard, everything you discard gets exiled. Yep. So, like, Lion's Eye Diamond and necro is not a combo. No. Um. So, there's that. Uh. But, like, how often is Storm going to go, land, ritual, necro, necro resolves, draw a bunch of cards and win.
1: It's going to happen, but I don't think that, uh, you know, like there's going to be times where, where it happens. Sure. Um, but you have, you know, force of will exists. so There's that, you know, I, I mean, the, the pressure valve to all this stuff is always like blue has force of will. You can't just writ necropotence and be like, oh, I got you every time. Right. There's going to be the exact same number of times that you'll writ necropotence there'll be a number of times where someone's like blue card force of will. In fact, it'll be more often because you just need any blue card and force of will. So if you have written necropotence, which happens less times than
0: blue card force of will, you know, I think that's fair. Or they um, untap and play Thalia or they untap and play either sworn candidates, Yeah. And then that answer is either in your hand or it's not <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think, I, I don't know. With necro and the the is storm, and I, I would be willing to test it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should test it. Maybe that should be a project for yeah. us.
1: I mean, here's let's the test thing, necro if, and storm. If, if storm becomes that oppressive because of necropotence, maybe you change what storm wins with. Maybe it's instead of tendrils. Shot. Maybe it's grape shot now. Maybe it's brain freeze now. Instead of like you of tendrils. like you ban
0: tendrils. Yeah. Just to make it, and that's that's a good way to circle it back to the front, which is like. What do we want? Do we want like the the cool like old power cards, or the like stupid busted newer? Yeah, I win mean, tendrils
1: is a dumb fucking magic card. Like th- we have we <laughs> have established that tendrils is a stupid magic card that should have never been printed. Storm is bad. They call it the storm scale for a reason. That's the best storm card, right? I don't yeah. think that tendrils by itself is is a problem in Legacy now, but it stops things from being uh played like you can't create cards because storm exists
0: yeah and i think that what you said about necro and pox is is a good point (laughs) like uh like there are decks that will play necro as like a fair draw engine and suddenly you don't have to play the same fair draw engine as everyone else which is brainstorm and fetchlands yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get so many complaints about this episode because we said necro should be (laughs) unbanned Uh, I just me, being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm on I'm on that with you. Let's 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 test that sometime sometime and see All what right. happens. I'm, I'm Do you down. want any Necropotences? What's that? Listen, everyone go to our Patreon and send us <laughs> everyone go to, go to our Patreon and send us Necros. Yes, when, you do have four when Necros. I'm out,
1: when when they put out Eternal Masters and printed them, I was like, Oh shit, maybe they'll ban Necro and I wanted to have them just in case. I would never play a mono black deck, but like I wanted to have them just in case I decided that was the thing I wanted to do. And I immediately went out and bought the old school, like, you know, Ice Age. Ice Age, yeah. Because I was like, that's that's just like, to me, I'm not even mad if I see that on the other side of the table. I'm just like, heck yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, wouldn't you just smile? Wouldn't you yeah. smile at seeing a Necro? Wouldn't you
1: smile just like, the, just like Necropotent smiles?
0: For our listeners who were born in the 2000s, Necropotence was a fun card a lot time times. It
1: was ago. so good. <laughs> you were like, turn one, Ritual, Necropotence, draw seven to nine to ten cards, sculpt your hand, and then next turn you were like, Ritual, Ritual, I'll play Ish and Shade, go.
0: <laughs> yeah, those were fun days.
1: And this was, this was like, you know, your opponent didn't have access to Force of Will, so you didn't have to worry about that second <laughs> Ritual getting countered, or, like, Ishan Shade getting countered, or you could, like, Ritual, Ritual, Hypnotic Specter, him to Torak, your opponent.
0: Yeah, perhaps Dark Ritual <laughs> is the card that is broken, you know? Yeah, I mean, perhaps I, that's I, a I would hard. not be
1: upset if they banned Dark Ritual, um, only
0: because there's plenty of other ways to, to storm. Like- yeah, uh, Dark Ritual. Though I think you gotta have Dark Ritual. It's just such a, <laughs> such an iconic card. You know, I mean, I, I know what you mean. Like Dark Ritual is probably more broken than a lot of these cards. But I mean, <laughs> it's not it's not broken up anymore. Right? Because Necro is banned, Dark Ritual is not broken up. In fact, if Necro was unbanned, Dark Ritual would be like brainstormed here. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Because like, cause I just you just play it in like the rock to get your turn one yeah. Necro. I
1: mean, think about it. Like you play Necropotence, right? Uh, on turn one, and you begin drawing like three cards a turn, say, is that better than brainstorm? It's better than brainstorm.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you can gain life, you know, it's it's even it's even Who better than that. Who cares if you
1: can gain life? If you can kill your opponent with with the just giant amount of advantage you've you've picked up, the only thing you got to worry about is burn. Then we're then we're in a world where like Necropotence and Lightning Bolt are the two best cards in the format. I'm cool with that.
0: Yeah everything old is new again. And actually that is that is a, I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep on that. Burn is a pretty nice check on necro. Oh yeah. And you have to <laughs> like, you, you just
1: have to side out your Necropotences uh, in in the deck that it was called if you were playing against a burn deck because you were that afraid that like you would just not be able to keep up.
0: And by the way, burn encompasses, you know, decks like, you know, Delver,
1: yep. right? Oh, yeah.
0: Which are accessible decks that are not just burn decks but would really pressure your life total. I mean, I don't know. They, they, they draw seven cards against your Delver deck. You know, they'd have to be pretty good, you know, because you still can counter the cards they try and play, and oh, you yeah, can wasteland yeah, yeah. their lands. Like, all right. Let's put this up on Hipschitz of the Coast on, with unbanned <laughs> <laughs> Necro. See what, see what that gets. Yes, yes. Episode that
1: 32, a... Necro is unbanned.
0: Oh, that should have been, uh Yeah.
1: Episode thirty-two, <laughs> Necros on People don't. People get through the first hour and like, what are they talking about? And then the last, <laughs> the last twelve minutes is us talking about banning Necro. I think, <laughs> I think we can call this episode a wrap right now.
0: All right. Have a good night, <laughs> man. Have a good
1: one. Stop, stop. I need more stuff. Can you see? I need more stuff. It's never good. it up with the Joneses.
0: Stop, stop. I need more stuff more stuff the
1: time I go Keep it up with the Joneses Keep it up with the Joneses Keep it up with the Joneses all right where does he get those wonderful toys?